can get it. <laughs> Hello, America. How you doing? You have found the Loftus Party. That's right, I'm tripping over my tongue already. It's fantastical. What a big week. What a big, big week in politics and pop culture. I'm joined here with my, my good buddy, uh, Jason Anarino. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good, man. We're testing out some new equipment. I think it's going very well. I think it sounds pretty good. I know, I know, I know. So, uh, fantastic. I want to I get the pop culture out, uh, stuff out of the way. Okay. The Oscars. They came. They went. There was a lot of winners. Uh... Uh, you called it on uh, Leo. I did. I knew Leo DiCaprio would win. Yes. I almost feel like I had the inside scoop on that one. I, I had a, yeah, he's done so many great movies. They had to give him one. Uh, but the the big movie, um, the the Remnant. The Revenant. The Remnant. The Remnant. The Revenant. It's the Revenant. The Revenant. That was uh. Here, here's here's my beef with the Oscars, and this is this is my new thing this week. It's like, what's my beef? Uh, with with this, that, or the other thing. Uh, see? And that was a good idea. There was a sound effect for a good idea. How do you give uh, The Revenant best cinematography? How do you give that uh, best director and best actor? Okay? So we, we love the acting. We loved the way it looked. And we loved the direction of it. However, uh, that's not best picture. We're going to give that to something else. They gave it to Spotlight. Spotlight won best picture. I was hoping it would. But, and I haven't seen it, I just, you know. I'm just saying, what's, how do you do that math? I don't know. It's... Oh, this movie, Revenant, definitely the best director. That Oh, definitely, and it had the best actor. Oh, and by far, it looked the best. But as a film, not the best. Yeah, I was just upset it didn't win best sound mixing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, th- th- like, they go, there's, that, that's another thing, a problem I have with it. Best, best sound, okay, and best sound editing. <laughs> what is I know I know some real technical person's going to give us some. Uh, Michael, you know. the actual uh, thing is that uh, the sound editor is different than the actual sound. One man has to create the sound; the other man has to say, "Here's where the sound starts and the sound ends." Actually, that's a very legit point. So I'm going to take that back. That's a very, <laughs> that's a very big difference. I'm just. I know uh, that's why I was watching. I thought Chris Rock did horrible. No, I thought he did okay. Really? What was the standout joke? What was your favorite joke that Chris did? Uh, the thing about Jada Pinkett Smith was pretty funny, I thought. I, well, I don't even remember that joke. Uh, well, I, it was about how, um, he wasn't invited, uh, you know, to, for her to, never mind. That was a great bit, Yeah, I, I can't say it on the podcast, it, it, we're trying to keep not, family clean not, here. He said it on the Oscars. He said that, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, not coming to the Oscars and protesting is like him protesting, uh, what's the singer's name, uh... Ty- I'm gonna need some more information. Uh, some some hot female singer's panties because he wasn't invited. Oh, see, okay. But but here's that's not a bad joke. That's a pretty funny. joke. I don't yeah. even remember that joke. I remember the Girl Scouts coming out. That was just cringeworthy. Yeah. That was well, just cringe. The whole thing is so Hollywood is so out of their mind, hypocritical, and I'm so sick of their uh, Democrat BS. First of all, Chris Rock comes out and lectures me about racism, and then does a joke making fun of Asian children. Then you got all these actors. But that wearing... was praising Asian. He was like, "Look how, look how smart the Asian okay. Well, kids let's have are. a white guy do a, a joke about black children and see how that goes over. Ooh. Look how good they dance. Yeah, that'd go over about as good as a, a joke at a funeral. 
I, it's yeah, the same I don't thing. think that would do well. No, it wouldn't. And here's the other thing. Then you got the actors wearing bracelets to for gun control. I didn't and see those. Surrounded. I didn't see those. They all had uh, anti-gun bracelets. What did the bracelets by say? People with, uh, they were like black bracelets. Really? Were they cool looking? I, I, I don't one? think so. I think they were pretty neutral. But oh. you know, then they're surrounded by teams of people with guns to protect them. Well, I don't have teams of people with guns. I need the Second Amendment. You know what you should do? You should get a gun to protect yourself. Uh, yeah, well, I'm a, I might be a step ahead of you on that. <laughs> and then there was one more thing that it was is, like totally it, it's hypocritical. It's always incredibly hypocritical when somebody who's being defended by armed guards tells people, you don't need a gun. Yeah, Put that well, gun away. Yeah, like you might not need a gun, <laughs> but I got, I got kids and stuff to protect. Absolutely. Uh, well, the Oscars, it was a drag. I think it should just be what it is. It's just a celebration of movies, and we think this is wonderful, and we think that's wonderful. But stop with the politics. Keep and then politics. DiCaprio with the, oh, uh, global warming is going to kill us. Now I'm going to go take a trip on my yacht and my private jet, which burns fossil fuels like never seen. Everybody always does that. People give Harrison Ford grief because he's like, I think climate change is real, and I think we should do something, and he has a well, private plane. Well, then fly plane. coach. Fly on a commercial flight. Nah, I'm rich. Okay, I mean, then you don't care about the environment. I'm not a big globe. Well, listen, I gotta get to France, dude. <laughs> I gotta get to France. I got a great place over there, and I can't wait for Eastern Airlines or whatever American Airlines to pick me up. I have my own plane. I like to fly. My bad. Well then, but you, like, well that's and that's 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 really it's what it all is. hypocritical. It was the it most is. hypocritical awards show I've ever seen in my life. I think actors just, should just stay out of politics. I really do. What? I mean, there shouldn't be a law. I mean, if you want to say, I'm, I'm for freedom of speech. If some actor wants to say, uh, you know, blah, 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 go ahead. But, like, nobody should, like, listen to that. Well, and but it's just if a, you're it's just going, a person. If you're going to preach this stuff, you have to practice it. Don't say, oh, don't do as I do, do as I say. You know, so, yeah, oh, global warming's bad, and I'm going to get on my private jet, but you peasants need to... Uh, go ahead and, and fund the You guys the really, world need, really need to chip in, you yeah, little people. Like, wait a second. You little people. It's all bull. It's all, all right. nonsense. So that's so now we got the pop culture stuff out of the way. Other I, than that, I got more pop culture. I got I thought, something. Well, it's kind of pop culture, really. What do you got? I'm excited, man. UFC 196, Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz. These guys. I know you don't follow this stuff much. I don't. I but really there's don't. this guy that's setting the world on fire. His name's Conor McGregor. He's an Irishman, and he's always talking trash. And dude, he backs it up. He's, he's from Ireland? He, oh, dude. I want him to win. He's tough I want him to nails. win. I'm voting party line on this he's one. He's pretty tough. He's a good guy to want to Those win. Those Irish. They but like to the get thing. drunk and they like to fist fight. That's this guy. This is your guy. Well, this guy's been We're saying, out of whiskey. Ah, no, those are fighting words. <laughs> Put up your dukes. Oh, they're magically delicious. You so, gotta do one of those. Uh, uh, definitely. So this guy, here's the thing. They go, oh, he trash talks. But here's the problem. He backs it up. He's right every time. The last fight he fought a guy, Jose Aldo, he goes, I'll knock him out in the first round. And everybody's like, yeah, right. Like one punch in, he knocks the guy out. And he keeps <laughs> doing this over and over. So, but here's the, the big part of this guy's game is the head games. It, in the uh, press conferences and stuff, he gets in the other fighter's head. He talks trash. I'm going to yeah. knock out. I'm gonna, and it works a lot. They got him up against this guy, Nate Diaz, who that stuff doesn't work on at uh -oh. all. This guy uh -oh. loves fight. And he's trash-talking back. And if you can look at the clips on YouTube, it's just fantastic to see these guys. So you're excited about this. I'm you're so gonna watch excited, it. bro. I, and if that's, I could that's find what place, happened. It's this Saturday? It's uh, Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah. That was Muhammad Ali, man. Muhammad Ali was Absolutely. The, first, the first big trash-talking uh, world champ. That backed it up. Champ. Oh, yeah. 
But like I got Son, it drove Sonny Liston crazy. Well, it gets like, in the other a, guy's head. Yeah, Sonny Liston didn't like it. You know who else I doesn't? I bet doesn't like the trash talking. Little Marco Rubio. Look at that. He's How about that to... segue? How about that segue? Seamless, baby. He started trash talking. He never used to do it. Now he started it. Now he can't stop himself. He you loves it. You see how it. delighted he's he was? <laughs> he's busted chops. How, when, you watch, uh, when you watch the clips from earlier on in the week, when Marco Rubio started, when he started with the, when he first started with the con man thing, and the audience is like, oh, remember that show? On MTV, where they just all they did was the Yo Mama jokes. Yeah, and I love the Yo Mama. I do joke. too. It was like that. Marco Rubio was like, and he's a con man, and you know he they're 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 uh, this guy's he's uh, about worth as much as a degree from Trump University. Oh, can I get a one? <laughs> Look at his tiny hands. Oh, like, all like snap, homie. Yeah, it was like being in an MTV Yo Mama. It is just. I kind was of... just waiting for that. You know, I was waiting for like Donald Trump. Donald Trump's uh, so stupid. It takes him ninety minutes to watch sixty minutes. Oh. Donald Trump is so dumb, he can't make orange juice because it says concentrate. Oh! I was like really waiting for that. That's, that would be awesome. It's getting there. It is. It is. So, hey, uh, the big we had the big uh, debate last night. Yes. That was tough. I didn't watch it live. I don't think you did uh, no, either. No, I saw clips of it. We though. were at a big flip side taping down yeah. at Hermosa Beach Comedy. That was Imagine, fun. That's that was a fun. great time. That was a great time. Yeah. That's going to be two good episodes of television. Yep. It's on. Boom. Boom. And you can... What was your favorite joke from last night, Jason? Man, uh, I wrote half of them and I can't remember now. Uh, there was a couple of the picture this where you show a picture and then make fun of it that I yeah. that I thought was pretty funny. Um, like the giant uh, wall picture. You show the Great Wall of China. Oh. <laughs> you were like, nobody's ever built a wall, Michael. That's never been done. To- oh. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um, bam, bada, bam, bam. Oh, boy, I'm telling you what, I had one ready to go, Dude, and I can't remember it now. I'm still foggy from last night, man. It's a lot. Two two shows in one night. We yeah. get it's a it's a lot of fun. If you get a chance, come down to a taping. We got two more episodes. We're going to be filming in April. Come on down for that. So I came home last night, uh, and then watched the uh, the debate. You know, they show the clips, the best of, the right. best of, and I didn't see this moment. And I was doing a radio interview. Uh, this afternoon, and the first thing that the radio guy in like Detroit was like, "Did you see the thing on Ted Cruz's lip?" And I'm like, "What? No, no, I didn't." He's oh, like, yeah. "You didn't see the thing on Ted Cruz?" So then I looked it up, I googled it, and half I don't know what Ted Cruz is talking about. It was the freakiest thing. You know, like old guys at a buffet, uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere, they'll have a piece of food on their lip or, or like their mustache, spill or something. and you're like, "I don't even." How, does he not feel that? He doesn't see that big hunk of corn, or he doesn't. And they get it. That happened to Ted Cruz last but night. But I don't know that it was food. It was weird. It was, no, it was food. I looked at it. It's like there's a proof. But it was film. like jumping around all over. That his lips. was the creepiest was like, part. Ugh. It like comes out of nowhere. It's like bloop. Like it like it attach attaches to his lips. Like it came from another dimension. Then it's on his <laughs> upper lip, and then it goes to his lower lip, and it goes jumps back up to his upper lip. I don't. He could have been. And then he, he ate it. He oh. <laughs> then he ate it. <laughs> he could have solved all the world's problems. And people and are like. I had no idea what he's saying because, Ugh. like, what's that thing on your lip? Oh, I'm gonna uh, throw up, dude. That was I so guess, gross. I guess Donald Trump came back at Marco Rubio for the little hands thing. Yeah, he said. He said no complaints so far. <laughs> if you know Just what I like, mean. Oh my lord, we got to move on from that. We got to move on. I don't. That's 
for me, and I can go pretty lowbrow with sure. politics, but like, listen, let's let's not do that. We don't need that in politics. Well, I mean, if that's if that's what they're attacking them on, it's not gonna it's not gonna cut it. They need to stick with the issues and. Well, they're out for blood. They're out yeah, for but... the other big event that happened yesterday, the the big Mitt Romney speech. Yeah, that was crazy. I have never seen a group of people, uh, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. After Super Tuesday, they're counting the the uh, the votes and the uh, you know the delegates and blah 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 blah. And everybody's like, "How do we stop Trump? How do they stop him? How do they?" It's like they're talking about King Kong. Like Donald Trump is just like climbing up the Empire State Building. He's got Mark. He's got he's he's got Chris Christie in his hand. He's heading to the top of the building. How do we stop Kong? Surely the planes can bring him down. And then they trot out Mitt Romney. They right. trot out Mitt Romney to give a speech, just slamming uh, Donald Trump. Did you see that? I don't remember anybody asking Mitt Romney what he thinks about anything. That guy got Boom. laughed out of the election Boom. twice. Hey, where where was all this anger and venom against Obama? That's my now yeah, you're gonna hate on that Trump. That was a very very popular He's a tweet loser. yesterday. That was a very popular tweet what was yesterday. It? Why didn't Mitt Romney uh, fight like this when he was running Seriously. against Obama? Obama he folds like a chair and he's just like trying to be nice and everything. No man. Yeah, I just thought that was horrible. So then today, today is, uh, you know, CPAC's going on. The big conservative political action committee, it's Kapak. going on. Yeah, CAPAC is what we call it. And Donald Trump was supposed to speak. And he, uh, he said, weekend. no, he's not doing he it. He turned him down. Is he's this... like, can't make it. And people, Why is he doing here's, this? Here's the, here's the thing. Why is he doing this? Is he mad? At, I... I think I would be mad because the establishment trotted out Mitt Romney. And stabbed him and in CPAC the back. CPAC is the official. I think CPAC is pretty much the big okay. uh, official big time. So he's time. like, I'm not doing. He doesn't need to. He's already smoking <laughs> it's everybody. Like, it's like uh, Julius Caesar going to the Senate and being stabbed, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then he somehow leaves. And then somebody the next day is like, come on back to the Senate. Give and a he's speech. like, I don't think I want to. They stab <laughs> me when I go, no, come on, come on. Are you chicken? Are you a chicken? And they're like literally mocking him. Uh, like, oh, I guess he's afraid. To, like, I don't think he has a lot of friends there. I don't think you people like him. I think that's evidence from yeah. from Et to Romney yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So good for him for not going. He doesn't need he's to He's going to speech. Kansas. He's going to Florida. He's going for the knockout punch. He's doing some, uh, he's just, he's done. He's done. He's had it. Yeah. And they have a plan. They have a plan to bring him down. They do. Oh, they've had. They're gonna all do. They're gonna do. A, they're gonna do a, a, a contested convention. They're gonna try to keep his uh, his delegate count low. Go to Cleveland uh, this summer, and then and then all bets are off. And boy, oh boy, I in don't believe it's gonna way, happen. In a really weird way, I want it to happen just to see what the result is. Oh, it's be like great. lighting a firecracker. You just light it, and then you get back to a safe distance. And you're like, ooh, what's gonna happen? And then boom, and then just there's you know. Well, I'll tell you what'll happen. You'll get stuck with Ted Cruz. Maybe. I don't want it to happen. I don't think it should happen. I think if the man, if the, the people have spoken, they want Trump. They're sick of this politically correct, well, no right. backbone And then stuff. I can already hear them. They're talking math. Trump gets 38%. Ted Cruz gets 20 Marco Rubio gets 20 20 and 20 makes 40 40 is more than 36 And here's the argument that I can't stand hearing. If these other people weren't in the race, I'd be doing great. 
Like, shut up with that. You're not allowed. Yeah. To, you're not allowed to use that in real if life. If I was in a race I, with, and everybody dropped out, I'd probably win. If you're if you're running <laughs> if you're running track, you're running the hundred yard. If only dash, these other runners. Hey, if these guys from Kenya weren't running, I'd be doing great. <laughs> Guess what? They're in the race. They're in the race. You lost. Oh, and my then goodness. how do you know those votes are going to go to you? Oh my goodness! It's just dang another good idea. We're dinging and dinging and dinging and dinging. I want to go to CPAC. I, someday. I didn't go this year, obviously. We were, we were filming two episodes of television. Next year, uh, I want to go. I guess it's a yearly thing. It's real like inside baseball stuff, but I'm getting into it. I'm relatively new to the political thing. It really started, I mean, I've always been like a political guy watching from the sidelines. Watching sure. From the sidelines. Then uh, a year and a half ago, we start doing uh, the flip side, this, this syndicated TV show. And then I start really paying attention. And here's the scary job, yeah. Right? And then when you really start paying attention, things get uh, very scary. And there's jokes and there's observations that only people who are in on it get, you know? Uh, so you have to I'd be very, very careful. I don't want to be like one of these brainiacs. You see these... Uh, political uh, pundit brainiacs on uh, MSNBC. Uh, now, what, you pronounced what? Scalia wrong. Yes, it's actually uh, Scalia. I'm not a big fan of this uh, episode because uh, you mispronounced the name of the Supreme Court Justice in 1822. So that means your whole podcast is terrible because uh, you mispronounced one word. I, I think everything that you've said from uh, this point forward must be thrown out because in 1822 you <laughs> failed to recognize that the evaluation doctrination was blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's just boring and horrible stuff. Right. However... They had this dude on uh, MSNBC. I cannot remember his name, but he was just telling Chris Matthews, here's how they're going to do it. Mm. And then here's how it works. And after the first ballot in, the, in a contested uh, convention, they'll do this, and then they'll, then they'll say that, and then they will give you another candidate. And I, it was just so blatant and so right out there. And Chris Matthews, God bless Chris Matthews. I'm, 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 you I'm, love Matthews. I, t- I more and more I do. It surprises me. But. You know, you know what the great thing about Chris Matthews? It's what I, I what I like about Chris Matthews is what I like about Bernie Sanders is what I like about Donald Trump. I like somebody who is a straight shooter. Now, whether it's uh, real or whether it's an act, maybe I'm an idiot and I'm being fooled. But Chris Matthews, listen, when Obama got elected, he was like, "I'm getting a thrill up my leg." Right. He was excited. He didn't hide it. That's cool. I know who you are. We can still go out and have a beer together. We can sure. still hang out, but you're not like I'd rather much. I'd I'd, I'd rather much. I'd, I'd much rather know who the heck somebody is and like okay, that's who that person is, a hundred and ten percent. Than some guy who's like, here's what you need to do, America. And then as soon as I leave the room, he's like, all right, he's gone. Let's change. I can't stand hypocrisy. Yeah, I can't stand. But that's a lo- it. that's like ninety nine point nine percent of all politicians do that stuff. You know? Oh, it's for real. Yeah. It's for real. I can't remember what my point even was. I don't remember I'm what we're so, even talking I'm about. I'm so at this off point. the track. Uh, I don't know, but it was wonderful. It was it awesome. Was oh, I don't want to be like an inside baseball guy. I don't want to be like one of these talking head. But it's this guy was like just saying, "Here's how they're going to do it." Here's like, and it's just like you know. And I'm, I'm horrible for the metaphors, and I'm not going to tell you who I'm voting for. I haven't made up my mind yet who I'm voting for. However. When this many, I've never seen this many people be like, we have to stop this guy. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like hyenas chasing down a lion in like a National Geographic thing. If we can get this hyena to bite him on the leg, then that'll, then this hyena says this. And it's just, it's really like Marco Rubio every time. Listen, here's a, here's a a little tip uh, to the Ted Cruz and the Marco Rubios and the John Kasichs uh, and everybody else. Uh, Tell me what you're going to do. 
right? Yeah, stick to like, the issue. Like, seriously. Like, okay, you called Donald Trump a con man. You got in your hits. You called him a con man. You said he had little hands. That was awesome for one day of the news cycle. Now, what are you going to do? Because the last time I checked, uh, Donald Trump was like, okay, we're, here's, here's how I'm going to bring jobs back. Here's how these factories are going to be, you know? And, and economists are like, there's going to be a trade war. It's going to be ugly. But at least it's a plan. You know, here's how I'm going to keep this factory from moving to Mexico. Here, and like, I just don't hear, he's a con man, he's a con man, he's a con man. Okay, well, you better start conning me, dude. What is your plan? Yeah. It's so insanely negative. And Ted Cruz, all right, a lot of people love Ted Cruz. So I'm like, all right, I'll give this guy a look. And like, all I hear from that guy is, day one, I'm going to rip this up. Day two, I'm going to stop this. Day three, I'm going to eliminate that. I'm like, hey, hey. I know you're going to be ripping up a bunch of stuff and, and telling people no. What are you going to do? Like, what do you, and get those mom jeans off. I tell you what, that drives me crazy. That's a big pet peeve. He cannot so, pull politi- off the jean look. Stop wearing blue jeans, politicians. I'm one of you, Michael. You're not allowed to do it. Right. You're not allowed to do it. I saw, I saw one picture of Ronald Reagan in blue jeans ever in my life, and that dude was also on the back of a horse. With a cowboy With hat a on, cowboy yeah. hat, and he was working on his ranch. That's when you're allowed. I to wear think blue that's jeans. God's way of warning you. Is when, <laughs> when a politician puts on jeans, if it looks like mom jeans, oh, that's God warning you I, that this I, guy is. That's not great. Like, that's great. Yeah, when a politician's <laughs> wearing blue jeans, man, get out your fact checkers, because like that's that's like phase one of uh of, of lying years ago. Me and my buddy, I was on this Jameson uh, Irish whiskey comedy tour, and we went to the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. And there's this stage that like rock and roll uh, like frontmen used to go through. Uh, you know, they start off just wearing like these really weird uh, androgynous outfits, and then they start wearing jumpsuits, and then they start wearing capes, and then they die. Right? It's like like as soon as you start wearing a cape. You're about to die. If you're in rock and roll, never if wear Ted a cape. Ted Cruz wears a cape. Well, for Ted Cruz's cape is the blue jeans. If a politician is wearing blue jeans, that's a that's that's a big sign. Yeah, you're one step away uh, from just the full on cape of lies. And if you're gonna, oh, I just they shouldn't even wear uh, blue jeans at all. Here's the other one. Here's the other one they're mad about today, and this is just unbelievable. A couple debates ago, Donald Trump is like uh, they're talking about waterboarding, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, and and torture, and and Donald Trump flippantly said uh, because this guy talks before he thinks things through, he just flippantly says, "Oh, uh, if I'm president, we're gonna do a lot worse than waterboarding," and everybody's like, "Raw!" in the crowd, right? Because mm-hmm. yay, it's bombastic and blah blah blah. So then uh, yesterday. They're like, are you still going to do worse stuff than waterboarding? And he's very wisely, he says, oh, no, no, you can't do that. Because there is international law and, like, you don't want to, like, just. So because he said now. Uh, he's that, flip-flopping. Yes. Oh. Yes. No, maybe he actually researched it and put some thought into it. People are mad. Oh, he flip-flopped on torture. Like, how? oh, he can only win my vote back unless he starts pulling the fingernails out He used out to of. be a Democrat. It's like, wait, well, I used to be a Democrat, 
and then I was a Republican. Now I'm nothing. Now I don't care what these maniacs do. And so much of this is driving me crazy. It's I just, just driving me crazy. Why do we do a political podcast, really? You I know what? I, you know what I try to do. I, this is what I would want. This is what, like, if I'm if I was like uh, just kind of mildly into politics, I'm like a couple comedians talking about politics. Yeah. We can talk about the stuff. Like, and here's what I think makes sense to the common man that has just like blown past all the brainiacs. I'm tired of the brainiacs. I'm so sick of the brainiacs that my head is about to explode. Uh, the brainiacs don't understand how is how is Bernie Sanders popular? He's popular with the young people. Hillary doesn't seem to be getting the young people excited. How is Bernie Sanders doing? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How did that... How, oh, oh, I don't know. He goes to college campuses and tells a bunch of kids who are in college and in debt up to their eyeball, I'm going to make college free. Yeah! You got my vote. Right. That's not... It's You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out, how's he doing well with young people? He's going to give them free college, the same moron. Communists and they're like, what if I have free college? My health care is going to kill me. That bill is huge. He's oh, like, that's don't worry about too. That's free, too. And opponent. How's he doing so well? Who wants a free car? How's he doing? And then, and I feel bad about this one. I feel bad about this one. I've been talking about this on these radio interviews. I'm literally, I'm literally getting a headache. I think my head's going to explode. The people don't understand uh, why Donald Trump is, they don't understand what he's doing. They don't understand what he's doing. Now, uh, the last time I checked, Donald Trump is a businessman. Now, as a stand-up comedian, right? Right. You've done stand-up too. A couple of times. Uh, when you go to a comedy club, usually a comedy club says, this is how much we pay. And you go, okay. And you either take it or you leave it. Right. Right? Now, when you're doing like a private party or something, it's a, it's a corporate gig, there's a little bit of negotiating that mm. goes on. I believe that Donald Trump is negotiating because he's a business guy. And the first thing you do in negotiation, you don't, you don't say your number. You, uh, you maybe do something very bombastic, Right. Like I've had corporate guys go, well, how much for a for how much for a show for my corporate for my uh, corporate retreat? And I'll be like, I can give you, uh, I, I can do a lot of, I'm going to give you a great show. I can give you a, a ten thousand dollar show, or I can give you a million dollar show. It really, you know, it's what what's your budget? And then they go, okay. Then they say the first real number, right? So if you're negotiating something and you want, let's say you want six rocks, you know, it's rocks or the so you want six of them. You're not going to go, may I have six rocks, please? Because then the guy is going to, I can't give you six rocks. So here's what you do. I need ten rocks. I'll give you six. Uh, I can give you eight rocks. Really? Eight? Okay, let's say eight rocks will do. So now you got two more rocks than you originally wanted. That's all Donald Trump's doing. It is not rocket science. You know, we're going we're gonna to stop all this from happening. Okay, you know, you can't do that. All right, well, we'll, we'll stop this from happening. You just walk it back a little bit. And they're all like, I don't understand what he's doing. I don't know, you can't deport 11 million. No, you can't. Everyone on the planet knows you can't do it. If you try to, are you, do people realistically think he's going to like dress up army men as like Nazis and go from door to door knocking people's windows in and like, you know, underlay, underlay? No. Right. There would be riots and Americans won't stand for that. So you say that, and people go, you know, that's crazy. All right, well, seriously, we got to take this immigration thing. We can't have any illegal. Oh, okay. Then that sounds rational. <laughs> then, All the guys, then, like, listen. Build, then building a wall sounds actually rational. All he wants to do is check people at the door. That's it. He doesn't want to stop immigration altogether. He just wants to check people. 
You know, because I heard this person on Facebook go, well, people fly into the country all the time and they stay. They overstay their visas. Oh, so, so what's that the big true. deal about? Yeah, well, here's the thing. They check in. They have to go. <laughs> they check in when they fly in. These people are coming over the border. We don't know who the hell they are, where they come from. They're not checking in. Well, here's the other thing. But to, but to that point, I, I totally agree. Uh, they come here on these guest visas. They check in and then they just skedaddle. Right, and no one knows uh, where they are, and that now, and this is where it gets to a slippery slope. Okay, so I'm like a college student, and I'm from Egypt, and I'm like way cool, and I'm awesome. So I come to America, uh-huh. and I check in. Uh, now, how often do I have to check in with the police? Do I have to call like every time I change locations? Like, okay, I, I think I was in Cincinnati yesterday. Today I'm in Dayton. Do I have to call? I, that's weird. I don't want to live in that society. I mean, you, it's America still, for Christ's sake. There's got to be like freedom of movement. Is it? Is it once a week? Is it once a month? You can't I'll have, have that an discussion. open border and just let whoever in, though. Oh, I'm totally against that. You know, you I don't can't. want people, you know, like just crawling in from Canada and coming in from Mexico from God. Yeah, I, I, I want immigration. Lord knows, yeah, my, I would like. I'm 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 the grandchild of of immigrants, but they they stood in line. I'm all for a welcome to America, but there's a line. And these you people know? are screwing the people that are waiting in line and doing it legally. And then here's the other thing. There's something called the Cloward and Piven strategy, which is you have the border Cloward wide open. Cloward and Piven, just really quickly, was also a, uh, well, they were a comedy team. I they? think they were in the folk, folk music. Group. I'm Cloward, I'm Piven, and now let's do our skit where we run the liquor store. No, Come they, on in. These guys <laughs> definitely were not comedians. They were uh, Harvard professors that came up with this uh, plan that the Democrats and apparently Republicans have adopted, where you just leave the border wide open, you let whoever come in, you flood the system with people that sign up for um, entitlements, okay, and then you have more people that have uh, entitlements than you do people actually working, and they vote all the rights away of the working class. It's the Cloward and Pivens to t- turn you into a communist You're nation. You're sounding like Ann Coulter now. I don't know that she's talked about oh, this. Oh, I'm sure she did. We had Ann Coulter, uh, I had her as a guest on, on uh, the TV show, and that's her whole thing uh, with her book, Adios America. They come in and they is vote that, away our, our rights. Yeah, there is, and I, this is not the first time I've heard, or heard about this. This is a, a hysterical episode. I'm just laughing like... Uh, it doesn't all have to be <laughs> funny, does it? I mean, <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. But there's a, there's a large people out there that's saying that like once the, the, the scales get tipped too much in one direction that we will lose uh, yes. our democracy It's a forever. real strategy. It's it's going on right now. There's an elite group of people that really run things above the president and all these politicians that look like they're in charge. They have certain plans to do things to this country and, and the world that are not good. Okay, and, and I'm not there of- yet. I'm not there yet. I'm just thinking... Uh, already in my brain, I'm like, someone who will, and they'll ruin our democracy, and there's some brainiac out there going, we're not a democracy, we're a republic, we're a republic. We are a republic. Well, we're supposed to be. A democracy is, uh, as Ben Franklin said, uh, two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. Boom. You know. That bears democracy repeating. Democracy is That awful. bears repeating. Do that one again. Who said that? Ben Franklin said, democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, ben Franklin. Did he was he a t-shirt guy? Cuz that should definitely be on a t-shirt. I think he sold t-shirts after his comedy gigs <laughs> with a key on it. It's you know what I love about Ben Franklin? Uh the beaver hat, man. That dude was awesome. He was a pretty cool dude. He went over to France. To he was a ladies to, man. He, yes, he was. He went over to France uh to uh raise money to help 
you know, it's like, hey, French, help us out with the revolution. And they're like, we are kind of busy. We have our own thing going on, blah, blah, blah. But when he was over there, he was rocking like the bifocal thing and a beaver hat. And no one was wearing a beaver hat. Nobody except for Ben Franklin. And they're like, what is this on your head? There's a furry creature on your head. And he's like, it's a beaver hat. It's from America. And it's the bomb. <laughs> and by the time he left, everybody, everybody was wearing beaver hats. This is that, my beaver hat. Yeah, I love it. I love it. John Adams shows up and he's like, this is just one giant party. People are wearing beaver hats. How, have you, how's the war effort going? And Ben Franklin's like, dude, it goes slow. Just chill out. Have some champagne. I'm working on it. It drove it drove John Adams crazy how slow it was. But I love that Ben Franklin just, just, fat, he just did his own thing. God bless that dude. He was a cool dude. Ben Franklin was also against uh, the two-party system, like you were just saying. He's like, once you have two parties, it's done. And he yeah. based everything... Uh, you know, we're supposed to have 50 states. This is what I love about America. And this is why we have the best shot. And it's why I think we do so well. If you have an idea for something, try it in your state. If you Don't make try everybody it, do it. Right? Because what works in Hawaii may not work in Alaska. So as why we, would as you... As we go forward and Ted Cruz is like, uh, I'm going to rip up the Obamacare. And then and then Donald Trump is like, I'm going to figure out a better system for Obamacare. And I'm gonna, no, how's, how's it going in Massachusetts? Didn't they try free health care in Massachusetts? How are they doing? If it's doing good, have they other f- states might want to do it. They might not. That's what they I'm saying. They might have their own thing. If a state can... State rights. Absolutely. State if rights. Illinois wants to try some crazy health care junk and, give her, and, it, and they figure it out, awesome. Well, Go for it. Michael, if it works, we'll all try it. State rights are, uh, are definitely diminishing by the minute. It's scary because the federal government's taking over everything and they will try to run your life. I'm going to write this down. And tax you on every little thing you I'm do. I'm going to write this down. States' rights. Because you know what we should do next, next week on the Loftus Party? I want to do those crazy state laws. Oh, I've got some like, really crazy ones. Right? Like, to this day, it's like, if you have a... you A man may not have more than two chickens with inside of the church steeple in Alabama. That's you a know, stupid law. Right? If I want a, four chickens or five chickens, a three legged A three-legged dog may not eat a pie on the Thursday. <laughs> I love those old... And it's, they're, like, still on the books. A cracked bell may not be rung on Friday. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of weird ones. There's uh, like 23 states where it's legal to make love to a horse. Like, what? what is that? That's that can't be a, that's right. That's a real thing. That can't be right. Uh, the weirdest law in every state. The weirdest law in every state. Find me one real quick, and then we're going we're gonna to do some Michael Tobias. All right. Alabama. Alabama. Oh, you go straight to the south. Well, okay. Straight let's, to the south. Way to go. go. somewhere else. Way to go. Um, in Arizona, even though they'd love it, you can't feed pigs garbage unless you have a special permit. Only that needs to be uh, renewed each January, so you really think hard about how much you want to give that. Wait, your you have to renew that in January? You missed the deadline. Ah, oh, man! Every year. Now i got to figure out what I'm going to feed my pigs. In Arkansas, mispronouncing the state name is strictly forbidden, so leave your grandma and her fancy... Arkansas's and, and that, well in Arkansas a lot of people are mispronouncing all kinds of stuff so that's a crazy place to have that law. Come on, give me a new one. Look, uh, California. Uh, in California, once upon a time, it was legal to shoot and kill someone just because they were Chinese. As late as like 1880. That's how. Talk. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you're you're from China. Bang, and then you just take his but stuff. I'm Japanese and. 
Ooh, I'm out of here. Sorry. <laughs> in, in California, you can have a frog jumping contest, but one of if, if a frog dies, you cannot eat them. It is forbidden by law. Figure that one out. Okay. Uh, That's a weird. Who now? Why is that a law? I, I have no idea. Dude, was there a frog jumping contest once upon a time, and a frog died, <laughs> and some guys? I'm gonna eat this. And, and like like Betsy Newberhausen is like no no don't and he's like it's a dead frog I like frogs like, don't do it my my husband is a senator I will pass a law they passed a law for that no definitely politicians don't waste time they yeah, don't waste no time kidding. they don't waste money hey how are we you know enough of that renewable energy where do we stand on that frog bill. Where are we going to do that? When are we going to do something about the frog legs? Take your solar panels, shut up, and wait your turn. Well, Where are we? Take a vote on the frogs. <laughs> These frogs are ruining everything. In Illinois, taking a, a nap in a cheese factory, a bake shop, confectionery, or creamery is illegal under the Illinois San- Sanitary Food Preparation Act. You cannot take a nap in a what factory? A cheese <laughs> I'm you sorry. can't take a, a nap in a factory cheese factory or a bake shop. What the hell? Or a creamery. What happened? I don't know. At some, at some point, at some point, something so horrifying. Wait, at a cheese factory? There's three, right? A bake shop. Cheese bakery. Con- creamery. Or a creamery. Okay, okay. So here's, here's what happened. <laughs> once yeah, explain upon, this one. Once upon a time. A dude. Fell a asleep? guy fell asleep at a cheese factory. Something horrifying happened. What? I don't know. He, People he, died. The cheese turned into pure poison. He forgot to turn the and machine they, off, and the and cheese. They, so it was bad. And they get to the root, and they're like, "Jerry, Jerry, what happened?" And he's like, "I fell asleep. I fell asleep. We need to and make like, a law about okay, this. We should make a law. It is illegal to fall asleep at a cheese factory. Meanwhile." Across town at the bakery, a guy falls asleep, creating more death and destruction. So they have to go and amend the law. All right. At cheese factories and at bakeries. In Indiana, you cannot catch a fish with your bare hands. It is illegal. Wow. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're gonna that's the whole segment next week. We gotta we gotta do Michael Tobias. We have to do Michael Tobias. We're getting Insult- longer and longer every in week. In Louisiana, insulting or abusive remarks are forbidden at any boxing match. <laughs> you're just allowed to hit people with your hands. <laughs> you can punch you're not them allowed to talk out. smack. Don't hurt their feelings though. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna clobber you. Hey, let's watch the language. I want a good clean fight. Uh kill him. Kill him with your bare hands, but don't crazy. say anything. Dude, th- it goes on and on. This, oh, that's a whole segment next week. It's a whole segment next week. I love it. I hope you got some Michael Topias, because I'm playing the music. In New Jersey, wearing a bulletproof vest. I am playing vest. the music. Oh, damn it, I've got more. For Michael Topia. All right, all right. Wait, read it into a Michael Topia. You know, you can live anywhere you want. <laughs> you can live out where things are crazy, or you live in my brain, where things make sense. Michael Topia, join me, won't you? Oh, yeah. What do you got? In the Michael state Tobia? of New Jersey, wearing a bulletproof vest while committing or attempting to commit murder is an offense. Because New Jersey cares more about making this a fair fight than the actual, you know, murder. Oh, wow. This is all I don't know if that's a Michael Topia. No, here's my Michael Topia. I got do one. a Michael Topia on that. In Michael Topia, it's not. Here's how you're saying it. If I'm killing In Michael somebody, Topia, it's not illegal to wear a bulletproof vest. In New Jersey. In New Jersey while committing murder. Like, is that, is that just because you had bonus points? It's like, I, you, hey, you killed that person and they really didn't have a chance to shoot you. 
It's I like, don't know what the hell's going on. Murder's okay, but just don't stack the odds in your own favor. Uh, All right, another Michael Topia. Go. Okay, stop accusing people of hating the poor every time they disagree with you on something. Holy moly. I get in arguments with people. You're a libertarian? You're conservative? Oh, I guess you hate poor people. Hmm. No, I want to keep the money I earned. And I think if you want to take a couple of bucks to help poor people, but there's a lot of cuts we can make before we get to poor people. The government wastes so much money. It's unbelievable. There's cut after cut after cut we can make. Who's even talking about the poor people? This is how Democrats twist things to uh, give them these false uh, moral superiority. And meanwhile, they're the ones destroying the poor, keeping them there because they need them dependent for votes. So no more telling, accusing me of hating poor people. That's a very long Michael Topia. And furthermore, <laughs> I don't have it. That's, that's a Michael Topia filibuster. I know that, but was it's a very nice segue to mine. Uh, in Michael Topia, there is no Department of Energy. I looked it up. The, I looked up the Department of Energy. Uh-huh. Thirty billion dollars a year we, we, we spend on the Department of Energy, and one of their jobs is to clean up nuclear waste. Okay. Now, if we're talking about nuclear waste and making that safe for the environment, wouldn't that be the job of the EPA? Don't we already have people to do that? If you're protecting the environment, it's the job of the EPA. It's not the Energy Department. The other thing they do is they oversee loans for new uh, for new technologies and blah 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 blah. What is that? I don't think I think the free market will take care of the loans. I think if I want a loan, I'll go to a bank. I won't go right. to the Energy Department. Yeah, I don't understand. It's that. crazy. We don't need them. They were born in 1970, and they died in 2016. There, America, I just saved you $30 billion a year. Boom. I got another one, locked and loaded. You got one? Uh, yeah. Don't talk about politics at Starbucks. It's a kid at Starbucks today. In Michaeltopia, we don't talk about politics at Starbucks. Right. You got to do it like a Michaeltopia. You got to ramp it up, buddy. Okay. This guy at Starbucks today is talking to the kid behind the counter. I have Obama stickers on my car from both elections. Do you think it's my car's safe outside? The guy goes, yeah, this is a pretty liberal area. You should be all right. Good, because you know what? Uh, when Prop 8 was up, I went around, me and my friends, we tore bumper stickers off cars and we threw away people's house signs. And I go, and I look at the kid and I go, wait, dude, aren't you a Democrat? He goes, yeah. I go, aren't you supposed to be open-minded and tolerant? Not when it comes to intolerance. I'm intolerant of intolerance. Yeah. I go, oh, wait a second. That dude. is the craziest thing. So you thing. can vandalize and be intolerant. Yes, and because step on free because speech. Because it's a righteous uh, anger. Yeah. These yeah. Democrats are cuckoo. For That's cuckoo. a good one. I hope I you wrote that one down. I can't stand these Democrats. I really can't stand them. <laughs> I really hate them. In Michaeltopia, we don't lump all people uh, under one little banner. In Michaeltopia, we don't say things like, I can't stand all these Democrats. Well, I, <laughs> hey, to be fair, I'm not crazy about the Republicans either. I want small See, government. You just did it again. Well, you didn't help yourself. Yes, let me talk about these Republicans. Here goes mine. Here okay, goes go mine. In Michaeltopia, parents don't take their children to R-rated movies. Oh, yeah, dude. And then act shocked. When the movie is a little... I remember when uh, South Park uh, came out, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Yeah, that great. And I saw some dad come in with his, like, six-year-old daughter. I'm like, hey, dude, it's rated R. There's literally going to be visual jokes that I don't think you want little Cindy Lou to see. Oh, yeah. I they left to... about halfway through, and the guy was freaking out. I'm like, what did you expect, Brainiac? We have a rating system. I went to see Deadpool. 
which was amazing, by the way. And those guys with little kids. And I mean, this movie's heavy. There's stuff in that movie you don't want a kid to see. But I'm like, <laughs> you didn't see the R rated? Like, how stupid are you? But it's a superhero. You're dumb. You're just too dumb. You are dumb. In Michaeltopia, the Loftus Party podcast ends close to on time. I got one more. Okay. In Michaeltopia... Republicans will not keep saying how they want small government and then defending politicians who make the government bigger and crazier. I see it all the time. They did it with Bush. That's the, part of the, the anger, bro. The Patriot part of the Act. anger, bro, Ham. Well, I'm angry. The, it's it's you you got a great point, but I tell you what, we got to write that down for next week. All right. I want to tell you what, I want to thank people for listening to the podcast and the and the show, the whole thing. Uh, it's fantastic. You got to go to uh, Flipside Loftus. That's the at that's Flipside the, Loftus. That's right. That's the Twitter. Fi- look, if, uh, find us on Facebook. Yep, that's a great site. And the YouTube We're channel. We're on YouTube. Oh, the YouTube channel. We've got a that's lot getting, of stuff. That's getting exciting now. Hey, and if you enjoy the show, if you like the show, please get on iTunes and give us some love. Give us a five star rating. Give us a nice comment. It, it'll mean a lot to me. It'll mean a lot to Loftus. It's the it's part of the man versus computer war. It is. You you only get love if you can beat the algorithm. I'm finding this out. And the algorithm is you need those stars. You need those stars. So God bless you for clicking on those. Don't forget to listen to the Road to Ruin podcast where my guests this week is going to be Michael Loftus, hopefully, if I can talk him into it. It's another good podcast. There it is. 